Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Help me, Glenn Kirshner. You're my only hope. Hello, Steph. <laughs> Say, hey, nobody tells Baby what to think. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, Put Baby in so, the corner and tell Baby what's going on. I yeah, so, Honestly, go so, ahead. So here, here's the thing. I, at the end of the day, this is going to end up being a good thing, and I'm not being Pollyanna about it. Um, and, and here's why. First of all, let's lay to rest the complaint that it took two years, a year and a half, to get a special counsel appointed for Donald Trump's crimes and two minutes to get special counsel appointed to look at the documents that Joe Biden had that admittedly he shouldn't have. The reason Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith when he did was because Donald Trump announced that he was running for president. That made him uh, Merrick Garland's bosses, Joe Biden, only declared opponent in the upcoming presidential election. That's a conflict. Merrick Garland at that point had to appoint special counsel. Um, He could have done it earlier, but he didn't have to. Now, once Merrick Garland asked a U.S. attorney in Chicago, right, John Loesch, to do me a favor, take a quick look at this, just do a quick review of the Biden documents thing, and let me know if you think there should be an investigation. And that U.S. attorney came back and said, you know what, it should probably be investigated and you should probably appoint a special counsel. Steph, at that moment, the the deal was sealed and Merrick Garland couldn't reject the very advice and opinion he sought. So, yeah, it looks kind of funky that one took two years and one took two minutes. It actually was done the right way under the special counsel statute. Here's my biggest question, though. Doesn't the DOJ regulation say there has to be, uh, what's the word? I mean, evidence of of criminality or suspicion of criminality. Let me just, because I know what the, you know, our friend Harry Lippman said, uh, Merrick Garland's decision to appoint a special counsel is being generally praised. Um, Many people saying he had no choice, like you just said. Um, It just, but he says, blah, 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 blah. His, you know, his reputation has always been as a straight shooter. Um, But in his appointments of both Jas Smith and uh, Robert Turr, the problem, however, is 
is the letter of the regulation not only doesn't dictate the appointment, but arguably even precludes it. That's because it requires Garland to find that a criminal investigation is warranted, and there is zero information from what we know to suggest anybody, much less Biden, acted with criminal intent. Steph, not that a crime has been committed, but that an investigation is warranted. Can you imagine if Merrick Garland said, I've looked into it, my boss did nothing wrong, end of story, shut up and go away. Yeah. Can you imagine the outcry? And here's the thing, there would be an outcry on the right, which nobody listens to because they're going to complain regardless of what Merrick Garland does, but there would be an outcry on the left from people who really do care about not only conflict, but the appearance of conflict, because we still care about the legitimacy of DOJ. Right. Well, right. So the, I was I did not watch all of them. I don't know if you were on Nicole yesterday. I know you were uh, all over. I was. Well, yeah, we had a great debate, including I was, you know, going back and forth with Harry. I didn't agree with everything he was okay. saying, well, that's, though I respect and admire. But I didn't see this part. I wanted to get your take. Nicole Wallace called out Garland for fearing the Republican Congress, slow rolling the 1-6 investigation and only speeding it up after Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony. Garland supporters will deny it, but the expanse of Jack Smith's new subpoenas suggests they should have happened sooner. So what was your, can you give us the meat of that discussion you had with Nicole? Yeah, the meat of that was Nicole. I said, listen, Nicole, in my opinion, we needed an attorney general who was sprinting to the finish line to try to save our democracy. And she asked me, well, what kind of a pace do you think he has set? I said, you know what? It has been a long, slow, leisurely walk by Merrick Garland. And that unfortunately worked to the detriment of our democracy. And and part of what I base that on is not just our frustration, Steph, that justice has been too darn long coming for Donald Trump. But once Jack Smith was appointed, November 18th, the man has been going a thousand miles an hour, yeah. scorched earth. He just issued subpoenas in early December. I was on with Carol Lenig as well. Yeah. And it, it's her great reporting. He issued subpoenas in early December that asked for more than two dozen categories of evidence that we all kind of know is incriminating. And Steph, those are subpoenas that were never issued by Merrick Garland for the 18 months he was overseeing this investigation. Yeah. After this dark chapter in American history is all said and done, and Trump and company are in orange jumpsuits, we're going to need to do an autopsy on why the Department of Justice failed to meet the moment, why it slow walked the Trump investigation and that's something that we're going to need to learn from. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com slash liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com slash liberal 50 for 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, and also, I certainly hope that there's, uh, uh, what's the word, you know, some speed <laughs> injustice mm -hmm. in the, this, the Biden special counsel, because I, you and I both know, you know, are fairly certain they're going to find nothing. But let's hope that doesn't take two years so that for two years the, they can scream, you know, both sides do it. Because as you said on Twitter, this is night and day, these two cases, which is why at first I was like, okay, fine, so good. This will make it easier for, you know, Jack mm -hmm. Smith to, to charge because you will see the stark differences. But what do you think about that in terms of the pace of this new investigation? Uh, I agree with you. This new special counsel, uh, Robert Herr, had better move at light speed. We can't. We can't conclude that there's no there there, but every single sign, every indication is there is no there there. Because these things have some very superficial similarities. Two men had documents that they shouldn't have had. That's where the similarities end. Because, you know, Joe Biden, once he realized it, he told the National Archives, he told the Department of Justice, he conducted a search of every location where other documents could be. They found some. They turned them over. End of story. Donald Trump did the exact opposite. I won't go through the litany yeah. of what Donald Trump did. But here's one of the important distinctions, Steph, that I haven't heard people talk about enough. Whereas Joe Biden's team conducted a, a sweeping search, including of Joe Biden's garage, right, found a few more documents and turned them over. Do you know Donald Trump is still in court right now and federal prosecutors are demanding that he um, certify that he has given back all the dang documents he took and he won't even do it now. Yeah. All this time later. Yeah. Talk about a stark difference in the way these two men handled yeah. the documents well, issues. One last way to put it, just want to get your take. Andrew Weissman said is kind of both sides. Unclear how A.G. Garland can justify based on Biden docs known facts, the appointment of a special counsel under DOJ guidelines. But worth noting that such an appointment will have the effect of making it more viable, palatable for Jack Smith to bring Mar-a-Lago charges. Because, yeah. you know, I know we were saying Barb McQuaid, I think we talked a few days ago, was, you know, Barb McQuaid was saying this could compl complicate charging Trump for the Mar-a-Lago documents. But I mean, I assume she means politically, because as you just said, legally, these cases could not be clearer. There could not be a starker difference. So I don't know whether you feel like this means like politically it's easier to. to but isn't the DOJ supposed to be free of that kind of calculation, right? Yeah, DOJ is supposed to act in an apolitical manner when it comes to charging decisions. But I actually think politically this is going to end up being a good thing overall and here's why you already have republicans yelling and screaming that oh my god what biden did is so terrible it must be investigated it must be prosecuted so let's take a step back sport because if you're saying what joe biden did having classified documents when he shouldn't have donald trump did it to the thousandth power so thank you republicans for finally acknowledging that donald trump needs to be prosecuted yeah for his crimes. Yeah. I mean, listen, 
the, the, the Republicans are not deep thinkers on this one. Yeah. Well, and I was saying they're always going to scream like babies because right. that's what they do. You know, that, it just seems like we always bend over backwards. That's got to be a, you know, Republican prosecutor, whether it's you know a Republican head of the FBI or prosecutor, whether it's Comey or Mueller or Chris Ray or now this tour guy who it makes me a little hinky that he worked with Rosenstein to do whatever they did mm-hmm. with the. Does, does that give you pause at all this? uh uh, Trump it does. It does. President. I don't know why Merrick Garland is forever feeling like not only does he have to bend over backwards yeah. to try to help restore the the legitimacy and the public's perception of the Department of Justice, he's forever reaching for Republicans. John Loesch, the first U.S. attorney in Chicago, Republican, one right. of only two Republican U.S. attorneys yeah. uh, that were appointed by Trump that remain in the position. And then this guy, her, also a longtime, uh, apparently hardcore Republican, also a longtime, you know, a Department of Justice employee who is pretty well regarded. But that doesn't mean he can take all of the politics out of himself. I hope he can. But yeah, because that is the kind of thing that really doesn't help with the right. Because like you say, Mueller was a a career, a lifelong Republican, and he became an angry Democrat in the disinformation campaign against him. And the same will continue to hold true. So I think Merrick Garland kind of falls into this trap each and every time. But I I don't think it's an enormous concern. Right. But that's what I'm saying is Republicans operate under no such rules of fairness. They're going to investigate the investigators. They're going to Kevin McCarthy's talking about vacating. Is that the word you use for one of Trump's impeachments? That's That's not not even a thing. thing. But they just they have no uh, compunction. Right. I I mean, this one hopefully will also accrue to our benefit. But uh, Kevin McCarthy agreed to release all security camera footage of the January 6th attack on the Capitol as part of one of the background backroom deals he made to get the speakership with Matt Gates. Well, once again, I say, good, release it because, you know, absolutely. What is that to prove? Transparency. Transparency is always a good thing. Now, do I trust McCarthy to actually release it all or to release it selectively. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. But listen, the more transparency, the better. So speaking of which, the J6 committee had some 30 gigabytes of material it never shared with the public. Uh, That was nonetheless handed over to DOJ for their own investigation. That obviously in this came out in this Oath Keepers trial. Um, Among the evidence not admitted was uh, including uh, text messages from Ivanka Trump, uh, Cassidy Hutchinson, an aide to Ron Johnson, who obviously offered to transmit the fake slate of electors to Pence, um, to transcripts of a Secret Service agent who who reportedly contradicted claims made by former Secret Service Chief Tony Ornato. What what does this tell you? I mean, why was this not released to the public and to the DOJ? It seems like these are it seems like this is the good stuff. First of all, anything that the committee decided not to release to the public, but to give only to the federal prosecutors, feels to me like really sensitive, important, incriminating information that they didn't, that they thought was so important, they wanted it to be directly in the hands of the Department of Justice so it could be used and exploited in a criminal investigation of Trump without it being thrown into the public square because that has real challenges for prosecutors once evidence is out there publicly because it allows witnesses to mold their testimony based on evidence that they see that they're not privy to in a first-hand way. Yeah. So I think it's it's potentially a good sign. J6 decided 
this is the public facing presentation we wanted to make and DOJ here's some really important stuff that we yeah. wanted to put directly into your hands yeah professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it that's what separates a good welder from a great welder VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, quickly, I mentioned false electors. This also seems significant. Three of the state uh, presidential electors in Michigan who followed the law and backed Joe Biden's win in their state are now suing the slate of fraudulent elector electors who were chosen as alternates to flip the state to Trump. Um, they're asking the judge to declare the scheme by their Trump-backing counterparts was illegal under Michigan law. Um, Michigan uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel had referred the case to the DOJ and said there was absolutely enough evidence to warrant charges against the Republicans who signed the false certificate. What's your take on that? Yeah, and I'm glad Dana Nessel is now going to go after it, after it herself, right? And right. she is going to be criminally investigating the fake elector scheme in her state. That's a good thing. More prosecutors... Uh, the, the merrier, quite frankly. Um, but but I think, you know, it kind of takes me back to Jack Smith, who has launched a whole bunch of subpoenas on the fake elector thing and on the Trump packs that seemed more fraud than fundraising. Yeah. And on, you know, here, here's the one I love that didn't get a lot of chatter. He, he subpoenaed witnesses and said, I want to know who paid your legal bills and I want you to produce your attorney retainer fees. And I think that was the result of us all learning that Cassidy Hutchinson was being represented by Stefan Passantino, who was on Team Trump, not even on Team Hutchinson, his own client. Yeah. And so, I, listen, I think all of this is for the good. There is a reason we have a saying that third time's a charm, Steph. Mm -hmm. We had Bob Mueller. He couldn't bring it home. We had Merrick Garland. He didn't get it done. Third time's a charm. I, you know, I'm not saying you know, you've now fooled us twice. But I'm saying, given the bona fides of Jack Smith prosecuting Republican criminals, Democrat criminals, uh, CIA officer criminals, and others, I think the third time is going to be yeah. a charm. Well, you're mouth to God's ears. Yes. Real quick, um, on the justice front, you uh, tweeted, what has DA Fonnie Willis been doing, defeating in court all the scared little boys who didn't want to testify about Trump's crime? The littlest General Mike Flynn, the littlest Mayor Rudy Giuliani, the littlest Senator Lindsey Graham. Uh, Willis beat each of them like a drum. So, I mean, that, there is, again, when people are saying what's taking so long, it's on tape. Part of it is all of this obstruction, but what do you think is, uh, is happening uh, there? Fawny Willis quietly sawed the justice wood in front of her. The special grand jury is done. They've made a recommendation. We don't know what it is, but I'll bet my $1 betting limit that it is that there was evidence of crime and people should be prosecuted. Bonnie Willis is now back in the regular grand jury in Georgia, the one that has the power to indict and hold on tight, because if you ask me today, I think that's the first criminal indictment of Donald Trump we're going to see. We, yay. <laughs> and Glenn Kirshner is officially part of our family. I was already married to you in my mind until I run into you with your wife and then it all blows up. But my point is, <laughs> welcome to the family. We're all, we've, we've uh, you know, what do you call it, linked to all of your stuff, mm -hmm. your fantastic YouTubes and all that stuff. Yep. And we'll, we will, uh, 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 you know, give you more information on everything Glenn is up to. Welcome to the family.
Thank you, Steph. So happy to be part of this crazy dysfunctional family. Yeah, I, uh, you got the dysfunctional right. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to it. <laughs> Justice Rockstar. Glenn yeah. Kirshner. All right. Uncle Glenn's my favorite. 